0: Good morning. We continue this morning to pursue our focus as it relates to change and newness. Essentially, we have been saying that, as people globally, we face two realities. One, the reality of change, and two, the unchanged realities. Further, we have affirmed that the only real change agent is Jesus Christ himself. Let us hear what God's Word has to say as found in 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verses 1 to 10. Now we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, We groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now it is God who has made us for this very purpose and has given us the spirit of of a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. We live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Ever so often, we come up with something new. It is usually hailed and promoted as a game changer. There is the recognition and reward for the discoverer or inventor. And oftentimes, people swear by this new invention. Very often, however, this new thing becomes old, stale, ordinary, in need of improvement and replacement. So what do the following things have in common? Paper for printing. The printing press, the telephone, whether wire or wireless, electricity traveling by jet planes, some even supersonic. How about x rays, DNA, penicillin injection, carbon chip, lasers, computers, with various platforms and now artificial intelligence? Well, God at various points has brought some new things. In fact, he has said that one day he will make all things new. So he's not against newness. Our text today says that God has brought into existence a new community. It is the church. It is God's new community of hope. Now you and I are well aware that hope is a commodity in short supply in our world today. Not so long ago, COVID-19 gave us a rude reminder that all is not well. Before we knew what was happening, it had hit us hard and multiplied thousands had died all over the world. Then to add insult to injury, we now have a war in Europe. Who would have thought that in these modern times, one nation could attack and kill persons as we have seen? What about our institutions, our communication systems? Some of us thought wars like those were things of the past. Our hopes have been dashed. We do not know where to look for security and assurance. This is why this text written by the Apostle Paul is so critical. It speaks of a hope which is genuine and sure. It belongs to the people who have become new because they have found a new life in Jesus Christ. The text is brimming with confidence. This is another commodity in short supply, not only in Jamaica, but all over the world. There is a spirit of uncertainty all around us. Some people left for work and then never returned home. Some persons occupied a prominent position in some entity. Now, they are found to be less than honest. What or who is next, we ask. Our confidence is badly eroded in various areas. But this text oozes with confidence and speaks to both the present and the future. This is great. There are very few persons, agencies, or plans that can offer us any assurance about anything not our government, not our security forces, no one. But here in our text it says, whether we are absent or present, that is to say, whether we are are alive or dead, the persons who belong to this new community have transcended the limitations normally placed on people because they have been made new persons in Jesus Christ. Hence, the writer uses words like, we know. And we are always confident. In a world full of uncertainties, politically, socially, economically, and otherwise, these affirmations are priceless. Just this past week, a number of persons who do their banking with a certain place have become uneasy about the recent developments in the management structure. Some persons have made plans to secure their funds. They are not taking any chances, they say. Our text today says that God himself has given us a guarantee in the person of his spirit. So what persons in leadership and high positions cannot do, that is to give us guarantees God has done for all those who are new persons in Jesus Christ. These persons in Christ have, along with their new life, new confidence, new convictions, an overriding concern an ambition to please God and to do so well. There is a new consciousness as it relates to accountability that we must all appear at the judgment seat of Christ on an appointed day sometime in the future. This is unlike our integrity commission. Many persons, we are told, are in breach of the guidelines and requirements. We hope they will all be brought to books and justice will be served. Our text tells us that, as God's new people, we are to observe Christian constraint. The reasoning says that, since Jesus Christ, through his love, died for all, that is, to give us this new life, in effect, we were all dead. In the context of this new life, two requirements are placed upon us. One, transparency of life before God and persons, and we know that everything is open and naked before him, no generalship with God, secondly, genuineness of character, both what is seen and what is in our hearts. New people must be true people. further, God's new people in Christ no longer operate on mere human recognition, instead, it is now on the basis of divine revelation. People are who they are in Christ or not. Those who are in Christ are recreated. They are of a different quality, new and best, new as in different. Not only are these persons recreated, that is made over, but they are reconciled. The term used means to bring money in line. I'm sure you have heard about bank recon, Well, this is the word used by the apostle. So persons have come in favor with God. A major adjustment has been made. They have put off the old life. They have put on the new life. They have experienced repentance from sins. That is a turnaround. They have received Christ as Savior and Lord of their lives. Submission to his leading in their lives. This is the new life in Christ. New aims, new ambitions, new perspectives, a new power base, new direction, and new destiny. This is hope. Finally, there is Christian commitment. New servants, ambassadors for Christ, helping others to meet Christ and to know God, to be truly reconciled, ending all enmity, people to God and people to people the basis for all genuine relationships. By the way, are you part of this new community in Christ?